Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wild Spirit Podcast presented by Wild Spirit Education. I'm Paul, and today we are going to continue our series of podcasts to explore green living. Uh, If you've been listening to our podcast, you know that I am telling you about some different ways that you can actually help the environment by changing your lifestyle. I'm not talking about huge things like putting a windmill in your backyard or solar panels on your roof. Those are great things, but I want you to do baby steps, simple things that you can do to change the planet. So even the little things make a difference, especially if everyone's doing them. So today we're going to look at water. Now, what's water got to do with living a green lifestyle? Well, it has a lot to do with it. Uh, Water is essential for life. Our bodies cannot survive without water. I teach survival skills, and when I do, I have what we call the rule of threes. One of the rules of threes is you can go three days without water. Now, after three days, you start to dehydrate, your body starts to shut down, and you will not survive. So yes, water is essential for life. Um, As W.H. Auden, famous poets, put it, Thousands have lived without love, not one without water. You cannot live without water. So what's the big deal? I mean, we can get water anywhere. I've got water around me all the time. I've got a half-acre pond in my yard. I've got a small water feature at the edge of my porch. You turn on the faucet, you have water. We, I, I live in western New York. We have Lake Erie right near us. So there's water everywhere. We, we have about 71% of the surface of the earth is made up of water. So what's the big deal? We have water, we can get that water, we drink that water, we survive. Well, unfortunately, only about 3% of the Earth's water is fresh water. So only about 3% of that, 71% of Earth's surface being water, only about 3% of that is fresh water, water that we can use. I mean, the oceans are salt water. You cannot just drink it. Of that 3%, only about 1.2% can be used as drinking water. So you're down to about 1% of all water, just a little over 1% that we can consume, that we can use to keep ourselves alive. Where is the rest of that water? I said 3% is fresh water. Where is the other 1.8%? Well, it's basically up in glaciers, ice caps, permafrost, or it's buried deep under the ground where we can't get to it. So we only have about 1.2% of water that we can use. And unfortunately, a lot of that water is being polluted. According to the Natural Resource Defense Council, the NRDC, some 80% of the world's wastewater is dumped largely untreated back into the environment, polluting rivers, lakes, and oceans. So we're only treating about 20% of our wastewater and the rest is going into the ocean and into our lakes and streams. Our fresh water is being contaminated by wastewater. Also, you've got chemicals from plants leaching into the wastewater. Um, Farms are using a lot of pesticides and herbicides on their crops. When they overuse it and it rains, 
It ends up into the groundwater, ends up into the streams. So out of that 1.2%, how much can we really use? Not sure, but it's not a lot. So we need to do what we call conserve the water. We need to be careful about how we use the water. We can't just waste it assuming that, oh, there's water everywhere. We'll never run out because we will run out eventually. So we need to start thinking about water conservation. And what are ways to conserve water? You probably think, oh, I do fine. I don't use a lot of water in my life. Well, start being conscious today. Think about every time that you use water, how much of it is being wasted, how much you don't need. So let's look at some of the ways that we waste water. First of all, showers. How long is your shower? Do you keep it under five minutes? Do you go over 10 minutes? And on a nice cold day, you just want that hot shower. Or you're out working in the yard in 90 degree weather and you just need to cool off. You don't have a swimming pool. You want to just jump in the shower and stay in there and run some cool water for a while. You know, how many showers a day do you take? So think about that as you're taking your shower in the morning or whenever you take it. How can we conserve water in the shower? First of all, take shorter showers. Five minutes or less should be enough. Low flow shower heads. Is your shower head an older one that uses a lot of water? If it is, purchase, and they're not that expensive, purchase what we call a low flow shower head where it uses less water, but it still seems to put out the same amount of pressure. So you can still take that short shower, get washed, get rinsed. And a lot of these low flow shower heads even have a shut off device on them so that after you've gotten wet, you can turn the shower off, you can lather up, and then you turn it back on again to rinse off. So you're using even less water. Do you shave in the shower? If you shave in the shower, you are taking a longer shower and you are wasting water. So you may want to shave at the sink and use a little bit less water. Um, what about washing hair? Uh, do you need to wash your hair every day? If you're younger, yes. But as we get older, we, you actually are drying out your scalp when you wash it every single day. You're destroying the natural oils. You're not producing as many oils in your hair. So older people should be washing their hair maybe once every other day or every couple of days. So you don't need to wash it as often. Washing your hair takes more time. So if you don't wash it, you're saving water. How about dishes? Are you washing your dishes by hand or are you doing it in the dishwasher? I've done a lot of research on this because I always wondered, am I wasting more water by putting things in the dishwasher? Well, it kind of depends. Supposedly, dishwashers will use less water than washing by hand. But are you running the dishwasher when you just have a few items in there? Or are you running a full load? If you're running a full load, then yes, you are saving water. If you are just washing the dishes when there's just a few of them every single day, the washer is not full, you're wasting water by using the dishwasher. So you might as well wash them by hand. Or you could do as I do. 
Um, I just load the dishwasher and then about every other day it's full enough to run. So I don't run it every single day. Saving on water. Does your dishwasher have an energy setting? If it does, try using that. Maybe it has a water reduction setting. Your dishwasher, if it's old, it's probably not as efficient. You may want to look into getting a new dishwasher. And how about leaks? Do you have a drippy faucet? Believe it or not, even if it's dripping just a little bit, it's wasting water. And the more it drips, the faster it drips, the more water you're wasting. So even that little bit of water that's dripping out of that leaky faucet, you're wasting water that could be used for drinking. How are you going to conserve that? Fix the leak. It's easy to replace a washer. If you don't know how, do a Google search. There's lots of YouTube videos on how to replace a washer on a sink. Or call in a friend who knows how. So replace those washers, fix the leaks, even on a garden hose, on a shower head. Any place where you see water dripping or leaking, fix it. And what about washing your car? Do you wash your car every week? Do you wash it more often? Well, that's a lot of water that's not being used in an environmentally friendly way. So what are the options for conserving water for washing your car? Well, you could stop washing your car, but most of us aren't going to do that. We don't like to drive around in a dirty vehicle. Um, it not only looks bad, but also when we get in, we get all that dirt all over our clothes. So what are the options for washing your car? You could go to the car wash. A lot of the newer car washes are more energy efficient. They have higher pressured hoses so that they use less water. Or you could wash it by hand. Now, my option would be to wash it in the rain by hand. So instead of using your garden hose and wasting all that nice pure water that you could be drinking, why not just wait till it rains and Pull your vehicle out of the garage, let it get wet in the rain, soap it up, and let the rain rinse it off. You're not using any water at all. At least not fresh drinking water. You're using rainwater. You could do that to wash your car and save a lot of water. How about watering gardens? Right now as I'm doing this podcast, we're in a mini drought here in western New York. Uh, it's been in the 90s all week, and they're calling for 90s for the rest of the week. Now, we did have a nice pop-up shower, which got everything nice and wet. And my vegetable garden, though, was starting to weep. My flowers were starting to weep. So I've been watering my gardens just to keep everything alive. Now, I do use my garden hose. I also use rain barrels. I have several rain barrels on my property. They are not enough, though, in a drought like this to keep things going. So we use the rain barrels for watering the flower gardens and the flower pots. And then for my vegetable garden, I use the hose. But I don't do it in the middle of the day. You see, if you do it in the morning or the middle of the day when the sun's high in the sky and it's hot, what happens is all that water is evaporating off of the dirt. So instead of doing it during the day, I always wait till evening. So I wait till the sun has started to go down 
and my garden's in shade and that's when I will water it. That way the water will stay and seep down in without much evaporation at all. So there's less watering to do and I use less water using this process. Now the same thing goes for watering your lawns. I'm not a big fan of watering lawns. I have a lot of lawn and I never water it. I just let the rain take care of it. It does get, like right now during this mini drought, it does get dry and you can see brown patches, but I'm not too worried about it. You know, it'll perk back up as soon as we do get some rain here. So try not to water your lawn. If you really feel you must, just like with gardens, water it in the evening. And if you're having a lot of problems, if you live in an area where you don't get a lot of rain and you find that you're watering your lawn a lot, maybe you should look into a different type of grass. They actually make drought tolerant grasses and replant your lawn so that you have these drought tolerant grasses. Okay, how about the toilet? There's a lot of water that gets flushed down the toilet. I'm not gonna tell you not to use the toilet, okay? use the toilet but let's try to figure out conservation ways of using it first of all you can adjust the water level now i always remember when i was a kid my parents um, would say yeah you can put a brick in the toilet tank and that takes up space so there's less water in there well you know it's actually a simple screwdriver adjustment in the tank once again youtube it there's lots of videos on how to do this that'll adjust the level of the water in your tank. So try lowering it a little bit. If you find it's not flushing enough, then you can raise it up a little bit more. But try to get that perfect level where it's flushing well enough, but it's not wasting water. So lower the water level a little bit. They also make what they call flap adjusters. These do kind of the same thing, where they will adjust the amount of water that's used for the job. How about laundry? Another waste of water, yeah. Um, if you are doing laundry and you're just doing small loads all the time, that uses up a lot of water that's unnecessary. Only run full loads, not over full, because then your laundry doesn't get clean, you end up washing it again. So try running full loads and you'll use a lot less water because you're doing less loads. Try using water conservation settings. Front load washing machines also use a lot less water, so if it's time to replace that washing machine, look for a front loading one that's energy efficient and water efficient. And the last thing I want to touch on, and this is a touchy subject with a lot of people, um, I always like talking about this, but a lot of people don't like listening to me about this, but this is probably the number one cause of water waste, and that's our diet. Yeah, what we eat. About half of all the water that we use can be associated with our diet. Try cutting back on water-intensive foods. Now, most of you are thinking about the vegetable garden, and I just talked about how I water my vegetable garden. And we think about the big farms with all these vegetables growing and how you see the sprinklers, these huge sprinkler systems out on them. And if you think about the meat industry, cows, chickens, um, you th probably think that, well, it doesn't take much to give them water. I mean, you they have to drink just like people. They 
their lives depend on the intake of water as well as the food. But what are they eating? What sort of foods are they eating? They're eating basically grains. They're eating vegetables. So that has to be grown and at a larger rate than feeding people. So yes, unfortunately, the meat industry uses up more water than vegetables do. So if you switch to a meat-free or meat-less diet, what I mean by meat-less, yeah, cut back on meat. You don't have to eliminate it. I know it's hard for some people to totally eliminate it, but if you cut back on your meat in your diet or you do eliminate it totally, you're actually conserving a lot of water. So yes, diet is one of the biggest causes of wasted water in our society. So these simple things, taking shorter showers, you know, washing dishes in the dishwasher, fixing leaks, you know, washing your car in the rain, watering your garden or your lawns in the evening, adjusting the water level in the toilet, running full loads of laundry, and changing your diet to a less meat-consuming diet. These simple things can make a big difference. Remember, we don't have a lot of fresh water in, on this planet. Only about 1.2% can be used for drinking water. All that water in the ocean, can't drink it. So let's start thinking about how we can better conserve the way we use our water. I'd like to thank Air and Waste Management, Niagara Frontier Section, for sponsoring this episode of the Wild Spirit Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about this podcast or to add your support for future episodes, please visit our website at wildspirit.org forward slash podcasts. Have a great day and keep thinking about how you can help the environment.